<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Soundcheck. The stories behind the chorus. This is Soundcheck, and we are featuring Bo Jennings of Bo Jennings and the Tigers. They just came out with a new album called The Thunderbird, which we'll hear the title track in just a bit. But thanks for coming. Thanks for having me, Lacey. It's nice to see you again. Joining us here at the KFOR studios. Usually we're video, but this time we're doing some fun audio. So I think we're trying to, f- I was trying to remember the last time I saw you. It's been years. <laughs> it's been years, but I've also known you for years. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> All the way since you lived in Brooklyn for quite a while. Uh-huh. I remember talking to you whenever I moved to New York, but um, you've since moved back to the Norman area. Um, tell us a little bit about just kind of life from moving from here to New York and then now coming back to Oklahoma. Um, I know it's got to be a little bit of a culture shock whenever you first came back. Maybe um, it was, I mean, I first moved there to follow my uh, girlfriend at the time. I, I probably would not have moved there otherwise. Really? I don't think so. And I, a lot of my friends had moved to Seattle after college and I thought that's where I was going to go. Then I, then I met uh, my now wife, um, kind of the summer before I would have gone anywhere anyway. And she already had one foot out the door to New York. And, um, so we, you know, things were just working out well for us and I ended up following her a year later. So that's how I kind of got there, um, by accident. And I, I really loved my time out there. It was something I would recommend anyone do if they have even the slightest, you know, inclination to do it. People always ask me, you know, should I, should I move to New York? And I say, well, um, you won't regret doing it, but you might regret not. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Um, And and you did music while you were out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had my previous band, Cheyenne, uh, at the time we, some of us moved out there and got some new guys out there and we, we had a good run out there. We released a couple records while we were there and I made a lot of lifelong friends and, um, I, uh, I learned just so much about life and music and, uh, uh, just kind of everything that comes with living out there. How would you say the music scene? I mean, I'm sure it's. I mean, it's totally different from from Oklahoma. But what were kind of the biggest differences that you saw whenever you're playing music out there versus here? I mean, there's a lot of the. Uh, again, this was probably ten year ten years ago at this point, and so I couldn't tell you what it's like now. But I think there's actually more similarities than you might think. You you find a community and you go to you go to shows and you meet people at shows and that's how you that's how you kind of become part of whatever community or scene that might exist and um yes there's there's a little there's more of an industry where there's you know there's managers and reps and all that that sort of thing those things are more that's kind of a a ever-present uh 
thing in the back of everybody's mind if yeah. you're at any certain show and you'll see more celebrities or well-known musicians at shows or even your shows but um as a whole i would say there's probably a lot more commonalities to the music scene that i was used to uh here in oklahoma hmm. and now you are basically you just released your first uh, record with Bo Jennings and the Tigers. You guys have been playing for years, but this is the first record together. Yeah, that's right. We, we. Uh, so when I came back from New York, and this was probably, I guess, in 2013, maybe. Um, my friend Bradley has this thing called the Okie Noodling Tournament, and he asked me to play it. And I didn't have a band because I. Had just I had not been living here, so I called some old friends and and uh, we got together and we played the tournament. And it was super fun, and we we built it, you know, Bo Jennings and the Tigers, kind of just to be, you know, whatever. <laughs> and then it was fun. We all liked we all liked playing together in that way, and so it's it's evolved from there. The lineup has changed from that first from that first show but we kept the name and so we finally got to a point where we had the songs and the ability um, to record together and so yeah it took a while but but it's um it's a record i'm really proud of and I, it's a record that i really wanted to use to capture what the band does right now what do you mean um there's just a lot of energy that comes from us playing together i feel it at least and it's it's, uh, you know, my last record, The Vertigris, was a, uh, I would call it a true solo record because I wrote everything, arranged everything, and then worked with a producer to finish it. And he, my producer, essentially played all the rest of the instrumentation on it. Um, and this time around, with the Tigers record, I really wanted it to feel like a band record. And so we recorded most of it live. And... Oh, I really took a, I did my best to really take a back seat and not make decisions and let the other guys make decisions. And was that hard for you? It wasn't because sometimes it can be, but I feel like I do all of my work up front when I, when I write the song and then when I bring it, I'm kind of, um, mentally, um, kind of done with it. If mm -hmm. that makes sense. I mm -hmm. still like the song and I'm excited to, to finish it, but, um, you kind of feel like you've done your part in, I, in creating I have, a... and, I've, and maybe this is just a testament to how much I like playing with the guys, but I'm just very eager to see what they have to add to it, and I trust them. So I would 100%, well, 90%. <laughs> I would 90% uh, feel good about bringing a song and then say, hey, I'll be back. You guys just tell me what you come up with. And usually that works out pretty good. And so I, I'd like to think that's a sign of... Um, it's a band that it's meant to be together. Yeah, for sure. And we're gonna play the title track off of the album called The Thunderbird, right? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, perfect. It's Bo Jennings and the Tigers. I've been looking everywhere I go 
off of their latest album which just came out September 6th it's called The Thunderbird and we are joined live with Bo Jennings I guess we're not live this is live to tape so we'll just go ahead and go with that um I feel very alive right now (laughs) I feel great I feel very great too I actually think um and you might not know this because you didn't I don't think I talked to you but I think the last time I actually saw you was at Dead Center Film Festival when they released Vertigris in Search of Will Rogers, the documentary. Yeah, that sounds about right. That was 2015. <laughs> yeah, well, you've been busy. Yeah, so have you. <laughs> um, so tell us a little bit about, so you literally went to, it was a great documentary, by the way, and you went to these different locations, um, very um, important locations for Will Rogers and his life. Uh, what is it about Will Rogers that really drew you in? That, uh, who knows? I mean, we are kind of, as I've thought about this project and what brought me to do it, I, I come back to certain commonalities that or things that about his life that resonate with me, even funny things like our birthdays um, are pretty much this. He was born November 6, 1879. I was November 6, 1979, oh, wow. like almost 100 years to the day apart. That's kind of interesting to me. I don't ascribe anything to it. It's just interesting. Yeah. Um, we're both from um, the same part of northeast Oklahoma within, you know, about 30 miles of each other. And then um, he's from Vertigris. Uh, he, uh, actually, no. he was born in Uluga. Uluga. Uluga right. But um, the not the name of the album and the film is the Vertigris because um, that river essentially runs through both of our birthplaces. Uh. And uh, that just was kind of a, an interesting, you know, uh, l- literal line you could draw and I just I I like the sound of it and I just rivers hold a lot of um, hold a lot of uh, interesting you know symbolism and meaning and and all that stuff so yeah for sure yeah and then we (laughs) okay so if you guys uh, 
watch the morning show, you know Kent Ogle. So we were talking about the Verdigris River, and I said Verdigris River on air, and Kent um, corrected me and said it's Verdigris. He's got family that's from there. And I go, well, I have a friend who has a documentary, and it is called Verdigris, and so it's Verdigris. So I went to Twitter and just kind of was like, how do you pronounce this? And I feel like more people, sorry, Kent, more people said Verdigris than Vertigree, but I guess maybe it's interchangeable. I don't know. Well, I guess I have two um, two counters to that. Uh, one would be, I always grew up hearing Vertigris, or three counters, okay. I always grew up hearing Vertigris with the S. Two, it rhymed in the song I was writing, so I had to, that's another one. That's another mark in the wind column, in What's my, the line in in my the opinion. Song? Oh, you're going to make me Google it Sorry. now. <laughs> let, me, let me come back to that in a okay. sec. Um, and then um, three, this is actually some fresh evidence from just the other night. I was watching, um, they do the Ford High School Game of the Week on mm-hmm. Friday nights, and I was watching it, and it was Vertigris versus, um, I think, Chelsea Dragons or something. But the announcers were saying Vertigris on TV. It's official, and these are sports announcers. Yeah. And these guys see these towns all the time. So. Yeah. So it's Vertigris. It is 100% Vertigris. It's, yeah, 110% even. I think think. we should go up to Kent after this and be like, Call him in. Call him in. (laughs) I'm ready. I'm ready. We'll see if he's even here. Uh, Okay, so there you have it. We're calling it the Vertigris. And you did you actually, you went to, I'm trying to remember the movie, but you actually went to where they died? We did. We went to Barrow, Alaska, where Will Rogers and Wiley Post uh, died in a plane crash. They were... The story, at least, was that they um, were looking for a new airmail route. Um, you know, they obviously Wiley Post was an uh, an aviation pioneer, and Will was not a pilot, but he was like a um, just like a, a supporter, an enthusiast of aviation. And in those days, it was in its infancy, obviously. So I, they said they were looking for an airmail route. I think. A lot of people will also say it was just kind of a guy's trip, but they got lost and they um, were up in nor- the northernmost point of Alaska. And at one point they were running low on fuel and they landed in a, they did like an emergency landing in this lake and. Um, a very remote area Yeah, for you ver- guys to get to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was 15 miles away from the town, the village of Barrow itself, which is extremely remote. And I, I want to say it's the northernmost point. Um, in North America might need to fact check that one but um but yeah they they got lost and then when they tried to take off again they didn't have enough fuel and then that was it yeah anyway we, yeah we went out there that's amazing it was really it was really amazing um we had to take these four wheelers out to out to the site itself and uh it was a beautiful and uh stark and kind of serene uh place it I mean I've obviously not been to the moon, but I feel like it was like the moon, you know, it was just very, um, I think quiet otherworldly. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, um, but then, yeah, you're in this completely removed surreal spot. And then, um, um, you know, you, you find this connection to, to your roots, uh, right there. So that was really intense and really, um, really great. And I'm glad we got to put that in the film. That's amazing. So yeah. can we watch this documentary anywhere? I mean, can we find it? Yeah, it is. Um, you can you can flip around on your channels and it'll occasionally show on various 
public television stations. They never tell me when or where. <laughs> so that's not your best bet. Your best bet is to go to, um, well, I think it's on my website right now, bojennings.com. But okay. um, there's a uh, there's an option online where you can rent it, and it's maybe three bucks, and you can uh, you can watch it. Okay, I have a, a random question for you. This will be the last question I have. Womp womp. Okay, so if we were going to look into your record collection right now, what would you be embarrassed that we would find? Oh, embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Those guilty I, pleasures. Yeah, I don't know that I really feel embarrassed um, about things I listen to. Maybe things that you would be surprised <laughs> Well, I, the things that are probably not surprising to anybody is how much I listen to, you know, classic rock. Um, but what kind of classic rock? Well, lately I've been on a hard uh, John Mellencamp kick. He's someone I've always known about, but I've never really dove into. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of his stuff lately. It's really, really fun. Um, um, and then my daughter... Actually, my son and daughter, we have this deal where I drive them to school and they take turns choosing songs. And um, so my daughter really loves Taylor Swift. And I mean, she's great. I I learn a lot listening to her, actually. And then my son. um, A lot about life and love and loss. (laughs) Well, there's that. I mean, I could go I could go for a while about what she writes about. Sometimes I want her to write about some other things but that's just me as a listener i mean she should write she should write what she wants to write about but um her her um we're talking about taylor swift this is i know right but uh, i do appreciate how she writes and her production and um it's great she's fantastic um then my son really likes um soundtracks so the black panther soundtrack is something that he always he's always requesting and so i'm learning um I'm just learning all the time from kids. It's great. Yeah. But you're past the whole Baby Shark song. <laughs> Barely. Barely. That was a thing just a few months ago. But they're, yeah, they, they're they that interesting age where Baby Shark is a thing, but also, you know, Kendrick Lamar. I have to find the clean versions oh, um, right. on iTunes. But um, right. it's, yeah, it's funny. Okay. <laughs> so you're not embarrassed by anything, but you have learned a lot from Taylor Swift in the Black Panther soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so if you guys would like to go check out Bo Jennings and the Tigers, they're going to be playing Saturday, October 19th at the 51st Street Speakeasy. Uh, Can we pick up your album while we're there? You sure can. Okay, cool. And if you can't go there, you can... um... You can pick it up from my record label, which is ClaireStoryAV.com. Um, they are they have shirts and uh, vinyl records and other cool merchandise. Awesome. Or if you can't remember that, just come to my website too, and I'll get you taken care of. And I'll post it at kfor.com/podcast. Thanks so much for coming here today. It was great to see you, Lacey. Thanks for having me. Assemble the beats of the town and send for 
touched it, feels like you're starting to over When opportunity comes, you don't turn it away And I can't speak to the science, but I can tell you If the afternoon chunks up the part of my day It's a choice I'm making It's a choice I'm making